Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hi everyone, welcome to Fire Talk Radio. Long time no talk to. It's been a while, a couple, couple of good weeks there. Um, I'm really glad you joined me uh, today. I'm going to be, uh, I'm just really so happy to be talking to you again. I had just, I guess life has happened. <laughs> and uh, But I'm happy to be, happy to be with you right now and Glad that you tuned in and joined me no matter what part of the world you're listening to me from. I'm really, really glad that you're here. And uh, this evening I'm going to be sharing with you, I'm going to be talking about uh, um, grieving and uh, um, praying for you and and sharing scripture from the, the Holy Bible on comfort and peace and so I, I pray that as you listen, that you allow the Holy Spirit to comfort you and bring you peace. Because Jesus promised to restore, restore all that has been stolen from us. And going to play a song and then I'll be right back with you.
Well, thank God for the Spirit of God and and uh, all that He does for us and how He's there for us and so grateful for Him and and I'm glad that you joined me tonight. You know, I just wanted to give you a bit of an update. I know last time I talked to y'all, um, some of you may remember that that I I had uh, recently lost. Um, one of my cats, actually I had two cats, and one had been, um, one I'd lost it, you know, it, it died and been gone almost eight months, and then the second one passed away, and and I ended up finding a, a kitten maybe five weeks at the most, very, very small, could fit in the palm of your hand, I found it outside a grocery store in a shopping cart, and it was hot and scared and very, very just panting away, and uh, it didn't know what to do. So I made sure to find out that the store manager made sure that it was nobody's, um, and it turns out that somebody had uh, apparently found it on, uh, out in the street and that it was, uh, uh, they thought it had been hit by a car, but it, it had not been hit by a car, but they thought it was hit by a car, and, and uh, but it, then they realized it wasn't. They realized it was very close to traffic, so they put it in a shopping cart helping somebody find it, but uh, that poor little thing, he was so scared. He really was very scared and and uh so um this, I I couldn't just leave him. <laughs> I couldn't just leave him out there so I I took him home with me. My initial thoughts were, well, I'm gonna go ahead and give him to a to a foster parent and then that way that way the could know for sure that he'd be taken care of, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to let, you know, if I wanted to get a, a kitten in my life or a cat. But uh, I couldn't get a foster to take him right away, and I ended up falling in love with him. And he's gotten to be so big. I've had him a couple of months now. So I call him, call him Thumper because he has really big feet, <laughs> and he's a really sweet, sweet kitten. But um. I just thought I'd share that with you for those of you that have been, uh, that have known, have known what happened and I haven't been on in a while, like I said, but I just wanted to, I, I felt very strongly uh, the past couple of days to do a show about uh, grieving and um, for those who who are grieving right now. It could be you could have lost a loved one or you could have lost a pet even like I was talking about. Or maybe uh, maybe you, ha- you got sick all of a sudden and it, it kind of sideswiped you, you know, blind blindsided you and knocked the sails out of it, knocked the wind out of you. And so, or maybe you had... Friends move away. You know, maybe your best friend just moved away. 
and you're wondering, my goodness, how can I ever, how can I, how can I cope with this? And uh, you're going through a lot of different emotions, and grieving doesn't always come with uh, the loss of a loved one. Yes, it's associated with that, but um, mostly when people hear the word grief or grieving, then they are. Um, they associate with the loss of a loved one, but as I said, it could be it could be the loss of a home. Maybe you got foreclosed on. Um, maybe I mean it, it's just different things. And I want to just I want tonight or this evening I want to be able to to let you know that that God is with you. God sees all. He's not forgotten you, and if you feel all alone during this grieving process, you're not, because the Holy Spirit is with you. He's there with you now to bring you comfort, and even if you've not asked Jesus in your heart yet, the Holy Spirit is with you to bring you peace and to send people across your path that will help you through this process. Uh, I want to let you know that this this show tonight is scheduled for an hour, but it could go longer or shorter, just depending on, on the leading of the Holy Spirit. And I, I don't I don't usually talk just for the sake of talking. So if I I don't want to just talk to to use airtime, but as I said, it could also go shorter. So we'll see what happens. One important thing to let you know about grieving, the grieving process is is to not be so hard on yourself, to allow yourself to grieve and to go through the process because it's very, very important that you just allow yourself to, to go through the process of grieving. And I know that there are different processes, different stages. I know that there's shock and denial. And there is, in fact, I'm going to look it up so that I'm not just, I know I know some of them. I I can't remember it all, but I'm going to go online and Google it for the um, grieving, the stages of, of grief. And they can all, they don't all have to be, um, they don't all have to be in order. They can be in any kind of any kind of uh, any kind of um, order. They can be done. So there is. Uh, let's see. You know, I found one that has seven. But um, I knew that I was always, I'm going to read both of them to you, and then I'm going to go, because I know I'm doing this as I go, kind of flowing with the Holy Ghost, so, that I, I, whatever you're going through right now, whatever you're grieving, I'm very sorry that you're going through that. I, and I, I will be praying for you, for you. 
as well. Just remember that it's a temporary thing, but remember also to to allow yourself to to feel the feelings, to allow yourself to go through it. And don't suffer in silence either. Don't don't put on a mask and uh and um you know just allow yourself to be there with someone. Allow yourself to be vulnerable and share with that another person that you trust. Whether it's in your church or if it's somebody just just whatever, whoever it may be. To just trust them so that you can talk to them and you can be there that they can be there for you. I know that uh, I was um, going to tell you, I'm going to not read all of this because there's a lot of of information here, but it's um, uh, the five stages of loss and grief. Uh, I was always told it was like shock, you know, would be like the first one because especially if it's a sudden thing, and even if it's not a sudden loss, it's something that you're preparing for, it's still a shock because I mean, even if somebody was expected to die, then it's still it's still a, a shock and it still hurts when it happens. There's denial and isolation. Says uh, the first reaction to learning of terminal illness or death of a cherished loved one is to deny the reality of the situation. It is a normal reaction to rationalize overwhelming emotions. It is the defense mechanism that buffers the immediate shock. We block out the words and hide from the facts. This is a temporary response that carries us through the first wave of pain. I'm actually reading from a psych page, as you can probably tell, but um, there is anger... And uh, isolation, and then there is uh, bargaining. What bargaining means is a normal reaction to feelings of helplessness and vulnerability is often a need to regain control. So if only we had sought medical attention sooner for that person, if only we got a second opinion from another doctor, if only we had tried to be a better person toward them. And uh, um, just trying to find a way to, to, to find... You, um, I don't know, it's a, it's, a, it's a weaker line of defense to protect us from the painful reality, and it's talking about how secretly we may, we may try and make a deal with God or somebody else, and talks about also uh, depression uh, is another stage, and um, the first one is a reaction to practical 
implications relating to the loss, sadness, and regret predominate this type of depression. Worrying about the cost and burial. And this is um the depression is, is a is a normal I'm not talking about clinical depression, I'm talking about grief and sadness and and then finally the acceptance stage which is uh um so it's uh I just wanna kinda of give you those. I don't wanna read the whole thing because I haven't pre read it and it's on a psych page <laughs> and I just I'm not exactly sure, so you can always uh look it up on the internet and research it. The one that was talking about the seven stages, which I've not heard before, is the shock and denial, uh, pain and guilt, um, anger and bargaining, depression, reflection, loneliness. And uh, let me see. The upward turn. I've never heard of that one before. It says, as you start to adjust to life without your dear one, your life becomes a little calmer and more organized. Your physical symptoms lessen and your depression begins to lift slightly. Reconstruction and working through. As you become more functional, your mind starts working again and you will find yourself seeking realistic solutions to problems posed by life without your loved one. You will start to work on practical and financial problems and reconstructing yourself and your life without him or her. And then finally, acceptance and hope, as I was saying before. During this, the last of the seven stages in the grief model, you learn to accept and and deal with the reality of your situation. Acceptance does not necessarily mean instant happiness, Given the pain and turmoil you have experienced, you can never return to the carefree, untroubled you. Wait, see, I misread that, but and all of that is talking about you finally accept it. And uh, even though things may never be, I mean, you're never, you know, it just you have the memories of that person. So they're talking about acceptance, hope that um that the uh the pain will be gone. And and as I said, it's 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 always it's um I'm sorry, I have a caller on the line, but let me uh let me go to um I'm gonna go to song in a few moments after I finish that thought. I didn't realize the person was on hold ten minutes because I was on a different screen. So I know you can hear me nine one seven caller, so I will I will be with you momentarily. And um but just to let y'all know that it's okay to be where you're at and I will be let me go to a song, but I will be right back as I as I as I uh find out who's on the line, okay?
trust in Him and His peace will come in. Oh, um, welcome back, everyone, from our little our little uh, praise break there and our. Our music break. I was talking to a very precious lady, and uh, and um, so that's why I took a little bit of extra time and some extra music. And I hope you enjoyed it. And we're blessed by the music. I was just ministering and praying with a dear sister in Christ, and and um, so I just wanted to do pray with her, and that way you could enjoy some music at the same time. Uh, you know, it's when we lose someone close to us whether it's a something that's expected or unexpected something that we we still it's still a shock and i remember when i lost my, my dad when my dad died how how hard that was and walked around like i was in a fog and like sometimes i felt like i was like a zombie because I just I felt like I was walking around this, under this dark cloud. I felt like it never would end. But during that time, I remembered that the Lord the Lord reminded me of of times that I'd had that were hard in the past. And was it always that way for me? No, always that way because I I eventually got through. I get got past that dark cloud from being under that dark cloud and knowing that um knowing that and realizing that uh it gave me a, the hope um that it wasn't always going to be that way and um so knowing that you know I get that tiny little sliver of light and that light got brighter and brighter until eventually the rain cloud over my head and the rain coming down was was gone and and so but just know that it's not always going to be this way and it's okay to be where you're at it's okay to feel what you're feeling it's okay to to cry it's okay to be angry it's okay not to cry it's okay for those moments you know but it's okay just to be where you're at and even though you may feel alone, you're not alone because God is with you. The Holy Ghost is with you. And so just knowing that he is with you, you know, he's he is, um, I'm going to get to some Bible scriptures here. I'm going to go to uh, Hebrews 4, verses 15 through 16. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was at all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy to find grace to help in time of need. So what does that tell us right there? It says we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with weaknesses. Basically, Jesus is our high priest and he sympathizes with us. He he knows what we're going through. He felt 
he says he was tempted in all areas, but he, he was without sin. But he he knows what it's like as a human being to to be hungry, to be tired. It says when he met the woman at the well, he was tired, so he sat down and and he let the disciples go do what they need. But he sat down to rest. He was so very tired. So he, he knows what it's like. He knows what it's like to be angry. And he knows what it's like to sleep, need to be to sleep. So he knows what it's like to be a human because he was one. So he knows all of that. So he's just saying that he's not unfamiliar with all of these things. And um, Psalm 147.3 says he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And in 2 Corinthians 1, 4, who comforts us all in our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort those who are in any, who are in any trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So he, the Holy Spirit, he's our comforter. And he is... He's many things to us. He's our he's our standby, our intercessor, our guide. But he's also our, our comforter, and he's there for us when we mourn, when we grieve, when a loss. In Isaiah, Isaiah forty one ten, it says, "Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand." So thank God for for him, for for a God who will, who strengthens us and uh, will it will help us and will uphold us with His righteous hand, His right hand, and I'm grateful for that. Isaiah forty nine thirteen it says, "Sing, O heavens, be joyful, O earth, and break out in singing, O mountains, for the Lord has comforted His people." and will have mercy on his afflicted. Matthew 5, 4 says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. And let me see, I'm going to go to some other ones. The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and save such as have a contrite spirit. That was Psalm thirty-four, eighteen. In Luke six twenty-one, it says, "Blessed are you who hunger now, for you shall be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh." Psalm thirty, verse two says, "O Lord my God, I cried out to you, and you healed me." Psalm thirty, verse five, part B says. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And God, God gives, will will bring. He also Jehovah Jireh, He's our provider, but He's also Jehovah Shalom, our our peace and wholeness. And I'm going to read some scriptures for about peace. And believe that God has touched you and God is going to give you peace. And God is going to help you during this time. 
It says, John 14, verse 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Romans fifteen thirteen. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of his spirit. John sixteen thirty three. These things have I spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And you know the awesome thing about Jesus overcoming the world? The last, the last enemy that we that we have to overcome is death. And he he overcame death. He overcame he overcame the world. Jesus. And he he took upon the sins of the world. He took upon the sicknesses, the diseases. He took upon all our shame. Everything that that we that 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 we would have to suffer in this world. He took it upon him himself. To do, to take it upon himself to 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 go through that, so that we wouldn't have to be in such pain anguish, and he overcame it, and I'm grateful to him for that. You know, God loves you, and if you were the only one in the world, he still would have came, and he still would have died for you, that you may have life, and that life more abundantly. It says in John 10.10 10, that the enemy comes not to, to steal, uh, well, actually, if he comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come that you may have that life and that life more abundantly. I know that your heart hurts right now. I know you're in pain emotionally. But know that one day all of that will be, it, he'll wipe away every tear from your eye. And... There'll be no more sickness, no more pain. And I'm going to go to that. I'm going to look that verse up. But but in the meantime, while I'm doing that, I want to ask. I'm going to let you know that God loves you, and He has a great plan for your life. And God forbid, if it was your last day on earth, do you know for sure, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you would go to heaven? Uh, if you're not sure, just want to let you know quickly, share with you that the Holy Bible reads that we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God shall, is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to make sure you go to heaven, just mean it with your heart and just repeat after me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Set me free. I believe that you died for me. 
and I believe that you're coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. And I want to tell you, as a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, I tell you today that all of your sins are forgiven you. Always remember to run to God and not from God because he loves you so much and he has a great, great plan for your life. And um, it's important also to just say this quick prayer of forgiveness with me. Just say, Dear Lord Jesus, I forgive everyone who's ever hurt me, including myself. I receive your forgiveness. Jesus, fill me with your peace your joy, and your love. Amen. And I pray right now that God just envelop you in his love and that his love overshadows you and overwhelms you and that you're just filled with his peace beyond your understanding because he gives us peace beyond our understanding. And I thank you, Father, right now for going to to. I thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice that you just bless them, Lord, that you just give them your peace beyond understanding, that you fill their hearts with joy, unspeakable and full of glory, that you just love on them right now, that you envelop them in your love, and that you help them that know that they're not alone. Help them know that that you're with them. Reveal yourself to them, whether it's through other people or however it is that you choose to reveal yourself to them. Help them remember they're not alone, God. And, and Father, I thank you right now that, that you send effective Christian laborers across their path to minister to them that whether you minister to them in song that may play on a radio, but just send people across their path, Father God, to help them and to let them know that they're not alone. And uh, and just remind them that they're, the memories of the people, the people that they've lost may not be with them right now, but they're, anytime they can, they can, take a memory from their heart and they can pull it out and they can hold on to that memory and it will bring the peace and joy and love and and Lord I just thank you for the for being there with them I thank you Holy Spirit that you're our comforter I thank you that you're with us always and I thank you for bringing them such peace and love and joy and I thank you for those who may have been struck with a sudden illness 
that knocked the wind out of them, Lord, that they were doing fine. Maybe they were active before, very active, but this sudden illness has has just you know they're not as active anymore they're they're not as mobile and i thank you right now for a quickening in their body right now in the name of jesus and i thank you right now that they're not that i I thank you that yes they may be grieving it's a natural process they may be grieving what the what the illness has has taken but but it's not it's not permanent god I thank you that it's not permanent, and I thank you for miracles. I, I speak healing in the name of Jesus. Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought us our peace was upon you, and with your stripes they are healed. And you sent your word and healed our, our diseases and delivered us from all our destruction. And I thank you, Lord. That, you, that I send your word right now, and I thank you for healing them and delivering them from all their destruction. And I thank you that healing is a children's bread. I thank you that by your stripes they're healed, and I thank you that no weapon for me against them shall prosper. And I thank you that suicide is not the answer. Whoever's listening that has thoughts of suicide, I break that right now in the name of Jesus. I break that spirit in the name of Jesus. You... I bind you, I cast you out, you will not come back. You go, wander barren places, searching for rest and finding none. You have no power over them. They are, in the name of Jesus, go. And I thank you, Lord, right now that it may seem hopeless for this person, but I thank you for for giving them hope. And I thank you that, that they realize that suicide is not the answer. It's not the answer because... It will take them to a place that they don't want to be, and they may feel bad right now, but they will be in a place if they if they if they go through it, they'll be in a place where it will be a gazillion times worse than than the baddest day they've ever had on earth, and it'll never end. So, Lord, I just thank you for giving them peace, and I thank you that in the Book of Revelation it says. In Revelation 21, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Also, there was no more sea. Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of the heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them. And they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Hold, I make all things new. And he said to them, Right, for these words are true and faithful. So there is going to be, if you just, you just hang on, hang on for that day where there will be no more tears and no more death, no more crying or sorrow, disease or anything like that. It's all going to be, it's going to be wiped away. Now, 
it says right here I have five minutes and 34 seconds. I'm going to add 30 minutes. I probably won't talk the entire 30 minutes, but I don't want you to um, be uh, cut off right when I'm talking and have to come back and listen to it. So even though I'm added 30 minutes, I'm I'm going to talk for a little bit. I don't know how long, but a little bit longer. I don't want to just talk for the sake of, of talking, but then I don't want to end it too quickly either. So um, I thank you, Lord, for, for this time and that we've had together. And I thank you that... Uh, I thank you for using this as an instrument, Lord, of your peace. And I, I just want to let you all know that if you have any prayer requests, you feel free to uh, uh, email me at firetalkradio2 at yahoo.com. That's a number two, so that's F-I-R-E-T-A-L-K-R-A-D-I-O and the number two at yahoo.com. If you have testimonies, prayer requests, comments, questions, feel free to email me. And also, if you want to uh, follow me on my home page, it, it'll let you know when there are upcoming uh, shows. And also, just keep you in, in the know about things. And that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash fire talk radio and the number two. So that's blogtalkradio.com forward slash firetalkradio2. So that would be B-L-O-G-T-A-L-K-R-A-D-I-O.com forward slash firetalkradio2. So check out and like my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Fire Talk Radio number two. <laughs> and a quick disclaimer, uh, the comments and opinions expressed during commercials do not necessarily reflect that of myself or my Christian beliefs, especially the new ads promoting the consumption of alcohol and the, the like. So I just wanted to get that out of the way there. <laughs> so um, I want to let you know that there's a... a Bible College starting up uh, August 10th, and I'm going to give you a, going to go to a quick um, little, there's a, some, there's a, uh, like a commercial for, so I'm going to go to that now, and I'll, I'll be right back with you, okay? In the world, there is a problem. People are hurting. People are empty. Some very alone. People are broken. Many are lost. What they need is hope. They need healing. They need love. They need a savior. They need someone who will lay down their life. Someone with the fire of God who will hear God's call and bring Jesus to the world. What they need is a revival. 
there is a place called the River Bible Institute, a place dedicated to training believers how to live, minister, and flow in the anointing. And it's for anyone, whether your heart is in business or full-time ministry. This is a place the Word of God is taught and demonstrated. The Word will challenge those of you attending to find clarity in your calling and deepen your relationship with the Lord. It will provide you with a new perspective on how to reach the lost for Christ and live in God's life-changing power. It is a place where you will be empowered to make a difference and set your world on fire with revival. God is calling for all believers. Will you answer? but I don't think it has any words. I think it's more video. <laughs> but uh, they're actually having an upcoming Spanish RBI as well, so that's really exciting. That'll be starting August 10th. Everything in Spanish for the Espanol, so I'm really excited about that. And I've actually been authorized to give you a free scholarship. If you feel you have the call of God on your life, I can give you a free scholarship. Just call call in and and uh, or email me and and I'll I'll get your name and and I'll I'll uh, do that for you. And if you feel that you know something in, in your life that has a call of God on your life and they have a uh, something going on, then uh, you feel that they they need that, then you can go ahead and give them a scholarship as well. And so, just to let you know that. Uh, um, you know, God, he, he really, really, he, he he's dependent and counting on you. He needs you to fulfill your goal in, in life. And so um, just just know that uh, the scholarship is there, and it's there for you. And um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it for you. And I'm, uh, it's going to be wonderful. I, I, it's a three-year program. I spent two years, and actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a repeat. I'm gonna re I'm gonna do a repeat of a of a um, of a, uh, a show I did for for the uh, Bible College. It's called uh, uh, Thinking About Bible College Question Mark. So you can listen to that. I'll upload it either today or tomorrow, and you can check it out. It tells you a lot about the school. So I'm hoping to do a newer one lately, but we'll see how things go and who I can get to interview and all that. But um, So uh, I think I've covered everything. I know I did add on a couple minutes and all that, but I just wanted to make sure that I, that I just, you know, I know tonight was um, uh, just, all about God reaching out to you through me 
And so um, I hope you've been blessed by tonight, uh, by this show, and by um, that has brought you some comfort and some peace. And so I just, uh, you know, I just want to let you know that I'm praying for you, and uh, I will keep you in prayer. And uh, the lady I spoke with on the phone, I will definitely keep you in prayer. And everyone else is grieving as well here. So I just want to, I'm, I'm glad that you joined me, uh, whether you listen to it live or if you listen to the archives. Just know you're not alone. Uh, God is with you. And he is, he's there. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. And he loves you, he loves you, he loves you, he loves you so very, very much. He loves you. And just know that um, you're accepted in the beloved. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm not going to talk just for the sake of talking. So I'm glad you joined me tonight. I'm glad you are. And uh, God God is... uh, you're the apple of God's eye. He's in, he's in, he's absolutely madly in love with you, head over heels. He loves you. I love you. And uh, I'm gonna just let you know. I'm gonna be starting up more shows. I'm gonna be doing some more shows, and uh, um, so I'm gonna be doing some more of those. And uh, starting up, um, hopefully coming up, but I'll advertise. I'll try to give you a heads up on that, but I'm going to be doing some more. But I love you. God loves you. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hands and envelop you in his love.
I raise my weakness high. 